0: going on, guys? Hope you are good and welcome to the show. This is your host, Hollibur I'm interviewing an extraordinary guest today. None other than Phil note Straight out of New Jersey, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. So I kind of have to cut the first part of the video, but... Don't worry about it. You got to jump straight into the interview. This is some really good stuff. You might even want to take note out of it. I'm just warning you that you, you're just going to like jump straight into it. But hey, this is a really good interview. So without further ado, I'm letting you with the, the interview. Just to start back, guys, I'm with Phil Finot, who's in New Jersey doing wholesaling, and uh, he's actually really good at it. He's been doing it for a while. and you're the same type as me. Like we're, we're one man show doing everything at the same time. And I don't know about you, but me, yeah, I got, I still have a hard time like putting a, uh, you know, task and post and like to hire someone in that specific place. I s- still have to put my nose in everything.
1: Yeah. You know, and I'm the same way. It's funny that you mentioned that I'm the same way. And, and I'm glad we're going to touch on this because, uh, because, because that that's listen nobody is perfect and yeah. you know, I, think, I think there's a major misconception uh, right now on the internet uh, with all these Lamborghinis and and you know people flashing this and people flashing that and and uh, you know it's, it almost seems like per- people have perfect business businesses perfect lie and that is just so far from the truth and it's so misleading to some people like uh that are just starting out in business that are just starting a business you know and uh, the best thing to do is just get rid of all that and get hyper focused on what you want to accomplish but but nobody is perfect i mean like you know uh, it's all about it's just all about growth man it's all about learning like there are so many things that i still struggle with today uh and i and i plan on struggling for the next God knows how long, because I'm, I'm never going to stop pushing myself to get better and better and better. And, um and, 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 but these struggles, man, this is what keeps me alive. Like, this is how I know I have a pulse at the end of the day. This is how I know my heart is beating is when I am being like just completely challenged on a day to day basis. And you know, and it's, it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to yeah. mess this up. It's okay to fail at this. It's okay to not do well here. It's okay th- that you lost some money in marketing. It's okay. You know, now you know, you're not exactly. going to do that again. Right? So I want people to just understand that and really just like, Oh, I can't do this because what if this happens or what if this happens or what if I spend this money and it doesn't get me anything and I, and I lose it? Well, just go into the mindset that you already are going to spend that money and you are going to lose it. And you're going to feel a lot better about it. I, I promise you because uh, they're, they're in business, in any business, I don't care if it's real estate, I don't care what you're doing in business. Uh, as an entrepreneur itself, you're going to have to take risk and, um, and stop Stop comparing yourself to other people that are, oh, that are yeah. 10 miles ahead of you that are hundred miles ahead of you. Right. And, uh, you know, and another thing I recommend for, for people that want to get started real estate in real estate, investing, wholesaling, wholetailing, you know, for, get yourself a mentor in that niche. You know, I think that is yeah, such, absolutely that is the biggest thing you can do is get yourself some help, get yourself somebody that that's not too far ahead. I don't recommend getting somebody that's too far ahead of you but somebody that's maybe two steps ahead of you maybe someone if you've never done a deal before maybe someone that's doing two deals a month three deals a month right so they're not so far ahead of you they can still teach you how to build your foundation right and how to and because that's the most important part of the business is building that 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 foundation
0: yeah absolutely and then tell me if you struggle with the same thing as I do because by being uh, by being by yourself and trying to you know, trying to, to get into business, buy and sell. Uh, you, I wouldn't say comparing, but you, you can't relate with someone else like talking about a problem or talking about a challenge that you, you'd have. So good solution would be like like when you like you were saying, a mentor is a really good thing, but other than a mentor, like how do you how do you get over um, I don't know, get over a, a period of time where you struggle
1: how do you get over the period of time that you, sh- that you struggle? Um, you know, I, uh, you want me to tell you the truth or lie to you?
0: <laughs> I can't handle the truth. I don't know okay. about you guys at home, but I can handle it. So tell okay. me Okay.
1: So I, 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 if you personally, the truth is I, I don't think everybody's built for it. I don't think most, I think most people can't handle the failure personally. I don't think everybody is built for it, and I know that's not what everybody wants to hear. I know that's not putting the sugar on top, but I really don't think, you know, when I go back to what I went through, um, you know, not very long ago, uh, to get to where I am now, uh, the struggle was, was I, I mean, it was, it was keeping me up at night. Right. And most people would have folded. Most people would have folded at that moment where you have 500 bucks left in your bank account and you have a $2,700 mortgage due at the end of the month. Most people would have folded and went back to their job. Most people so 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 it really takes while my not my luckily i have a family that is so supportive my caitlin and she is the best she's the most supportive person she would have never let me quit which that is a huge help but my mother-in-law father-in-law not really my father-in-law but my mother-in-law i know for a fact she 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 thought i was crazy she she absolutely thought i was out of my mind she goes what are you doing you're you know you're, you're you're going backwards and that's and i and i and when she said that to me or insisted that to me kind of she kind of was like hey you're kind of moving backwards because like you know financially but but that's that's what it is guys like that is the name of the game like before you go forward you before you ever move forward you are going to take 20 steps backwards before you ever move forward in business period and
0: that's a big struggle taking a step back is hard it's It's very hard hard. yeah sometimes you have to be you have to be put down on your knees to get a step back because you won't do it. It's too hard. I
1: get it. Yeah. And then people must say, here's the thing though, people watching this, if there's anybody watching this, that, that, that has been thinking about entrepreneurship and has a $120,000 a year salary job, they might say, Oh yeah, no, I can handle it. I can handle it. And then, and then they go for it. And then they're there. They go 20 steps back financially. Right. They're, 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 they're they're there and they fold. Right. So I, I personally just don't think it's made for everyone. And I'm not trying to discourage anybody from going into entrepreneurship because I promise you if you get through those rough patches, it is the best thing in the world. I mean, Oliver, we have our own schedule. Mm-hmm. We can fly anywhere we want in the country when we want. Mm-hmm. We can uh, you know, we, we we get to grow and learn and, and, and be the CEO of our own lives. We're free people. We're, we're, we're not on anyone else's schedule but ours, right? We, we yep. choose when we wake up. We choose when we're done. We choose when we eat. We choose when we go to the bathroom. We, cho- we choose what, the life that we want. And that, that is what I believe, Oliver, is what put us here. You know, uh, that, that's why God put us here is to live a life, live our lives with purpose, right? It so, makes
0: total sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes total sense. And so that's is it exactly worth it? what I'm attracted about this. Right, so whatever freedom you can get by making your own schedule, doing whatever you want. Obviously, you have to have some sort of discipline, which is the hard part because right. if you're not, you know, if you're not disciplined, you're not producing and you won't have any income or results. But at the same time, you're the one making that schedule, you're the one, you know, imposing stuff or and you know that if you're putting something in your schedule and you know
1: implementing it is because it's good for you.
0: Otherwise it's just old habits and you might have to get rid of some, but
1: which I think that's the hardest thing to do. I think anybody can learn business. I think it's changing your, um, your habits and like these little habits and I, and Oliver, that's still a big struggle for me. I mean, I I have a bunch of habits that I'm just like, man, what am I doing? You know, like, like, I'm like, dude, it's like, it's like you kind of almost fall into your butt, but here's the thing. It's like when you, you can be, it's being aware of it, right? Like that is yeah. like the biggest thing with your mindset is, is when you fall into an old habit, you, as long as you can click and, and say, oh, wow, I'm falling into this old habit. You are aware of it. That yep. is what is separates you from, from the rest of the world, right? Where most people, it's just subconscious. It just, it just happens. They, they don't even know about it. Like you, They saying. don't even know. right? Yeah,
0: that's the first step. Huh? According to Tony Robbins, being aware is the first step to change. And, exactly right. uh, i think it was jordan belford's book that i read he was saying like right. you, at first your first step would would be on not knowing that you don't know so being right. unconscious of not knowing so actually you don't know you don't know so you can't do anything because you don't even know that you don't know yeah So the first step would be yeah, knowing right. that you don't know shit yeah so then you can react about it
1: yeah yeah yeah. And you got to get real with yourself too. You know, you gotta, you know, you gotta get real that's with yourself. And that's, how do you
0: get real with yourself? Cause that, that's a really good point you're hitting there. Like how do you get real with yourself? Cause we, man, can, you, you know, we can just like, you know, put on a tangent and just be, I'll be fine. This is okay. But no, no, no. You have to be real with yourself. hundred percent get freaking naked in front of the mirror. If if, if you need that, because
1: that's, that's what you need. You know how I got real from my. You know how I got real with myself? I got, I, that's exactly how I did it. I literally got in front of my mirror and I called myself a lazy piece of shit. I was like, dude, you are one lazy fucking piece of shit. Excuse my language. But I was that, I was that brutal with myself because I was so tired of, of just being like this, just, uh, you know, like, and it was just affecting everything. It was affecting my relationships. It was affecting my, my business it was affecting uh, my mood, how, how I was feeling. It was affecting my health. It was affecting my mindset. It was affecting everything. And I got to the point where, you know, it was just like, boom. I got in the mirror and I said, no more. I said, you know, I am sick and tired of being a lazy you know, piece of shit. I like, I need to change. And, uh, and it's a hard thing to do because I came from a full-time job. I came from a full-time construction. I was in the construction industry. So I came from a full-time job. I was so used to most of my life being told when to wake up, when to go to work, when I can go home. And all of a sudden, when you quit that job, you quit that job and you go all in on your dreams and you go into your business, you're lost because for so many years I was like, wait, I have, nobody's telling me what time I have to be at work. Nobody's telling me what I have to do today. Nobody's telling. So it's up to me to do all this stuff. So in the beginning, these first few months of being full time, it was brutal for me. It was it was a struggle and it was a fight to get in to get into this you know routine, successful routine, right? Like successful daily habits. Like it was yeah. it was hard to get yeah, into it. a
0: structure. You, right you're just, you're just going from one point to another without knowing because you have no structure right and that that's exactly one of the things that i noticed is like since we don't have a structure we don't have anything you know to to rely on we have to take time and stop and make a structure for ourselves make it could be making a schedule making goals uh you know what am i going to do for the next 90 days what am i going to look like next year we have to have some sort of structure like this what am I going to do from day to day? Okay. From 10 to 12, I'm just reading
1: or uh, doing
0: exercise and stuff like this. Cause otherwise we,
1: you're running around with like a chicken with head, it's head cut off. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's That's really what, what you're doing. That's exactly yeah. what it. You, you don't know what's going on. You know, you don't know what's doing, but I, I, here here's, here's, I I want to share this with you with, with everybody watching or with anybody in the future that's going to watch this, um, live stream is, is when I did quit my job and, uh, and you know, everybody's going to be like, Oh my God. But when I did quit my job, um, I decided to quit my job. I, I, I think I quit prematurely, but I had these two deals under contract mm-hmm. and these deals were going to make me $48,500 at closing. Good. And everything was going smooth. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, you know what? This is my chance. I've already done like two deals before I quit my job. I had these under contract. They were going to make me almost 50 grand. I'm like, man, I'm going full time. I'm like, this is great. I quit my job.
0: Shit hits the fan, eh? doesn't it? Yep. 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 (laughs)
1: yep. So I quit my job. I put my two weeks in. The first week, actually, you know what? I quit my job. And then that first weekend, I went up to Chris Noggles' uh, um, mastermind in Buffalo still had these deals under contract I'm still all psyched up right I met Chris we sat down we talked about money it was just it was just an amazing weekend it was an amazing event and then we came back down and I get a phone call uh, from the attorney that was handling these deals and everything fell apart uh, there were there were major issues they couldn't find the documents because it was in probate and everything fell apart those deals went away and here I was dropped Both of them, both of them. They were the same, they were the same owner, same owner. So both of them fell apart. Here I was, I had no job anymore. My job was gone. I had to figure out, I have two kids at home. I have a mortgage. I have a family to take care of. We have, we have cars, toys. I mean, everything, right? We have everything. And uh, here I was, man. It's like, you know, I, I looked at it as a blessing, honestly. I, I think I'm just crazy, maybe. I, maybe I have, like, this entrepreneurial blood. I don't know. But I looked at it as, like, a blessing. I was like, man, I was like, it's either I can fold right now and go back and be safe at my job because they'll take me back in a second. I know they will. You know, they, they, I was always a very good employee. I knew what I was doing there. And, and or, or I can just, hey, dude, like, balls to the wall, man. Let's go. It's now or never. And and yeah, I guess you guys can figure out which one I chose. Falls uh, <laughs> to the wall. So, and then uh, from there, man, it was just yeah, it was just going, man, just going at it.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I think like you were saying, when everything goes well, it, and it, it's almost too good to be true, shit's gonna hit the fan for sure. Ben. Yep. Sure. Exactly
1: and you find out right
0: now, real estate was going super well. Prices were going up. Everybody was making money, it was making money.
1: boom, virus, virus. Yeah. And, and, and that's, but here's the thing, you know, you can look at this as like, it's going to destroy you or you can look at this as it's going to create you. Right. There's going to be so much opportunity from this. Like, oh, like sure. you, you are not on your best performance until your back is up against the wall you it's just it's just the way it's just human totally psychology this,
0: this is like, so right yeah
1: right i mean yeah. like you have to be your back has to be up against the wall for you to perform at your like you will figure things out about yourself that you never knew i mean those couple of months of me trying to survive i think fig- there were things i if you told me a year before those things i would have never believed i can do it because yeah. it's just when your back is up against the wall you have no choice like you're you're all in, man. And, uh, and I think more people more people in this world, I think this world would be a better place, a much better place if more people put themselves in that situation.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is a really good point. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so, so then what happened after this? Since those two deals fell apart, what did you do?
1: So, uh, so I, like I said, I went all in, man. Once these deals fell apart, I just, uh, I said, Hey, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go all in. And, um, and I, I blasted out a ton of marketing. Uh, we went after, we did a lot of every single day. I was out driving for dollars. If you guys don't know what driving for dollars is it's pretty much driving around, looking for distressed properties, taking a picture of them um and sending a postcard to their house so we i would go around town finding all these properties and uh and it wasn't until like god i didn't get another deal for like three months and i was living on very small reserves Mm -hmm. so i didn't get another deal for like three months and then finally that deal came in and it put some more money in the bank i think i made 14 or fifteen thousand dollars on that or something like that and that refilled the bank account which took a lot of stress off me And then, um, I said, Hey, I can't slow down now because I don't want to be in that position that I was, you know, three months ago. So I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And now we're up to, you know, we're doing two, three deals on a monthly basis, uh, you know, every month now. So we're doing good. We've had Three closings in January. Um, February was a little slow, and then uh, now we got March and we got April. We got uh, we got we got deals going on right now. We got uh, one that we just got a contract signed. We have another one that we're closing on in about two or three weeks. So we got a lot of stuff going on. But these these are all uh, these deals that we're working on now are like pretty much pre um, I guess pre virus deals, right? Yeah. So now we yeah, have to make me. some.
0: Yeah, they are all pre virus deal. The the one that I'm working on right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now we have to figure out what we're going to do to adapt, which we've already made some major, major changes that are going to be starting this week, uh, which I'm very excited to launch.
0: Awesome. Which one is your favorite uh, favorite type of deal? I'm meaning, uh, or should I say favorite type of marketing to find deals?
1: Um. So all of my deals right now, currently, everything comes from direct mail. So that's all I do is I send we send out a lot of direct mail. It works here in New Jersey. Uh every market is different. I mean, yeah. you know, Oliver, we talked to guys in our mastermind. They're they're in some markets where they don't do any direct mail. They're only doing Google. Doing, you know, and, and and that works incredible in their market. And I don't think and ppc is great because if you get a lead from ppc from google ads you know if you get a lead from google that's relatively going to be a pretty good lead because they're literally going on google and they're typing in how to sell my house fast
0: exactly so i mean already a little bit motivated
1: right to where direct mail is is warm they're calling because they're curious or yeah. They're calling because they have a problem that you need them to solve. Because that's really all we are. We're all we're doing is solving problems. Absolutely. We're not, you know. And I think people wholesalers out there that are watching this, like, get your head out of the game. Get your head out of the real estate game because, like, you're you may be doing stuff with real estate, that, that but you're 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 in sales and marketing, nothing more.
0: Yeah, so that that's, yeah that's that's one thing that I realize also. Figuring out that I'm not really in real estate then. Because it could be anything.
1: It could it's, be anything. It's
0: just marketing, finding the right people, and just selling them the right product for the right people. Yeah. And then making money out of it. it could, yeah. It could be any product. It's just as long as you're a good marketer, you'll find deals.
1: Find deals. And, yeah, and, and and that's where I'm converting. So, you know, I'm, I'm all direct mail right now here in my local market. But, obviously, since COVID-19 came around, now, we are, now we're moving to – virtual wholesaling. Uh, we've adapted to virtual wholesaling. We've put we've already put our systems in place for it. Um, and we are going to be doing a lot of social media marketing for that. So we're going to be doing Facebook ads for certain markets. So we're moving into Kansas, north, uh, so like around uh, Wichita, the city of Wichita and Kansas, Kansas City, like those areas. And we're going to be doing uh, South Carolina and North Carolina as well. So I have very specific ways of – I look for markets which I teach all that stuff um, just to a few people that I mentor now um, but uh, I have certain ways of looking at markets I, I look for growth that's one big thing um, sure. uh, population growth uh, real estate growth um, so I like to see I like to see at least a two and a half percent population growth that that way I uh, annually that way I know people are moving in there yeah. right and then I also like to go on list source and find out which zip codes which counties have the most transactions for cash have the most cash transactions right so now now I know once I do my city research my market research and, and then I go into source which there's a way uh, that you, you can go on YouTube and look this up how to find out the cash transactions with list source or whatever um, but you find out how many cash transactions are in that city in that zip code uh, you, and, and you could see it, if it's a hot area or not right it's gonna give you it all in order And, uh, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of cash transactions going on there. So where are you going to place your marketing? You're going to place your marketing where all the cash transactions are. So as long as you do a little bit of research, man, you can crush it in, uh, in virtual wholesaling. And that's it.
0: That's And how do you, like, how do you jump into virtual wholesaling? We could be like a, I don't know, like an abstract concept for a lot of people. Like, Like it's just, just for me at first, I mean, I'm, I'm the guy who like, like, i buy stuff i see that's it i mean if i, if I haven't seen it i can't buy it like you it can't was, buy it it was an out of the box concept at first so like how do you how do you manage like okay how much is worth uh, how much can i make like but virtually
1: but virtually, yeah. And that's, it, it, and that's where the big separator is, because like I said, my business has been local here in New Jersey. Yeah. So there was oh, not exactly. one house, right? There is not one house that I've ever put under contract except for the one.
0: Oh, you're freezing right now. Oh, you were freezing. Now I, I, I got you on Instagram, but I think that you just literally freezed on zoom.
1: How there about now?
0: Go. There you go. Okay. Am I back?
1: You're back now. Very good. So, um, as I was saying, yeah, I, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about, um, talking oh, how about it, we, it uh, virtual, virtual. Yeah, virtual, virtual. Yeah. That whole virtual thing. That's, that's, that's a big, that's a big difference. Like I said, I've never put anything under contract uh, without seeing it except for that one in Florida. So the way I'm handling it is I'm basically telling sellers, Like I'm doing virtual in my market right now. I'm locking one up in Patterson, New Jersey under contract. We should have it under contract by tomorrow. And that was virtual. So it's not
0: that big of a switch. It's just- It's not. Literally the change is you're not visiting.
1: You're not visiting the property. You're not
0: the property. That's the only thing. Right. That's it. You're not there to manage if ever you do work, but if you do wholesaling, it's even easier because you're not- If you do wholesaling,
1: right. So we're not doing any virtual flipping. We're just doing virtual wholesaling to where, um, and that's all we're doing. And right now I'm having the sellers The sellers take pictures of their house, videos, take pictures of their house, and and email them to me. Um, And if they do that, you know they're motivated, right? If they actually go to that step and do that, you know that they're motivated, right? Yeah, good point. Um, So that's actually a very good indicator of motivation. And also, there are services out there, guys, that if you, uh, you know, if the seller doesn't have access to taking pictures and emailing it to you, there's services. There's WeGoLook.com. Um, if you guys want to jot that down, we go look.com. Yep. We go look.com. That's a company that you actually pay. They'll go to the property and take pictures for you. Um, so there's ways around it. And, um, and I, and I think there's really no difference whether you're virtual or local. It's just, it's just a mindset game. It's just a mindset it's all it is. It's 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 just a mindset switch. So it's studying that market a little bit, getting it to know, getting to know that market a little bit, seeing what the values of properties are there, and doing your same formula, right? Yeah. Doing your seventy percent formula, and 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 yeah. and you know, knock off the five or ten grand or fifteen grand assignment that you're doing, right? So the more you negotiate, the better you are negotiating, the more money you're going to make. It's as, well, simple exactly. as it gets. and
0: like you were saying earlier, like we could have done it, you know, a year ago, but we now that we got our back against the wall because of the virus and we don't have any choice, but to do anything virtually anyway, and it kind of opened up your perspective and you're like, well, it's not that hard because actually I'm doing everything virtually anywhere right now. Right. So, and so I like the fact that it's kind of pushing us against the wall and seeing it in a different way, even though yeah. it's really hard for uh, you know, for some business owner or entrepreneur right now, but like, like you're saying, it's just those little switch that you can do in your business. You know, guys. I don't know what business you're in, but I'm sure there's a little switch that you can do. Uh, apart from being in restoration, maybe. But uh, or if you haven't
1: started a business, start one
0: now. It's the best start time. One, there you go. There you go. If your business could not adapt, start another business. Start a side yeah. hustle. It could be a shop online. It could be virtual selling. It could be anything. Like there's so many things going online right now. It's crazy. So uh, yeah, there's always something. Like even yeah. though we need that that human contact at one point, but we can do a lot of things virtually. A lot of
1: things. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm and this is why I say, you know, Oliver. This is why I was saying before that I'm grateful that that this is that this is happening because yeah. now, I mean, I would have never went virtual if 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 this didn't happen. I would have just kept doing the same thing you know, uh, over and over and over, over here until this happened. Now it's like, Hey, now I still have my local business and I'm building a virtual business. Right. So now it's, yeah. so you're just growing. So I, I think, I think, uh, I think more people, and I think this is the way, this is the way the world's going anyway, guys. I mean, let's be real with all this technology, everything. This is just the way everything was going to go.
0: Cause speak, a lot of people are still going to be scared after this and yeah you know they're going to be a lot of germaphobe after this they're going to be some probably some of the adaptation also to a lot of places so i mean it's it's not going to be 100 percent like it was before i'm not saying like major thing will change but you're going to see those little change in a lot of places
1: yeah which is more yep. and more online yeah everything is going to be online and uh you know it's a beautiful thing for those that can that can see the opportunity and for those that can uh, step, step their game up to it and really, really take this stuff seriously and just see this wave of opportunity. So what's going to happen in real estate, right? I mean, what's going to happen in real estate in the next couple of months? Everybody wants to know. I get asked that question every single day. And the, and the real answer to that is, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know.
0: I don't know. Let's put this, this, this disclaimer out. We don't know. Like it, it's, we don't. It's impossible to predict, but... Right. What do you think is going to happen? What's your opinion on it? Even though it's, guys, it's an opinion. So it's an opinion, but but it's an an opinion,
1: right? But it's an opinion based on facts. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? So I think, I don't think single family residential real estate is going to be affected. Like big, like I don't think maybe a small correction, but I don't see a I don't see a big correction here. Yeah, I'm, for, I'm for,
0: saying, that, hey, we we didn't talk to each other before this, and I'm thinking same thing. Same yeah. family house, not good yeah. to touch. Because I, I don't think it's going to be touched. There's too much in and out. There's too much transaction. People need a house, so right. I don't think it's going to be affected. Yeah, it's I don't think
1: much. so either. But I think it, we're going to be. Coming across deals, I think there's going to be a lot of distressed sellers, uh, which is good for us. I, I, I think it's going to, and this is what I mean about the wave of opportunity. Everybody, like this is exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I think we're going to have so much business coming to us soon. It, it, it's just, I mean, we're still in the beginning stages. Yeah. It is just going to be insane because, and and there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, people are losing their jobs, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, you know. To, People are losing investments. I mean, the stock market crashing. People lost a ton of money. Their four hundred one ks are down to nothing. Um, you know, and when this kind of stuff happens to the economy, when this when the economy takes a hit this way, people that have hard assets like real estate that's like their that's like their 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 safety, right? That's like their yeah. safety net, and they want most people will liquidate that. And so they have money for retirement or money to pay their bills or, or whatever the case may be. They will, they will sell the real estate. And also you got a lot of people right now with cash because a lot of people pulled their money out of the stock market because this crashed. And guess where those people want to put their money. They want to real buy estate. real estate. Yeah. Right.
0: You're really right about this. Cause I mean, real estate always follow inflation or maybe like climb up even more than inflation. So, Real estate is a good place to put money in for sure. I mean, yep. there's downside obviously, but it's a good place if you want to, if you want your money to follow inflation or even that.
1: Yeah. Way. And I want to, you know, like, like if I have an investment, like I, I like the idea of real estate just for that, you know, like when you have an investment, like you want to be able to touch it, see it, feel it like it's, it's there, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's there. <laughs> yeah. Totally agree with this. Yeah. So it's, uh, so yeah, no, my main thing here for everybody, uh, for watching in the real estate community is I want everybody to know that there is going to be massive opportunity for those that are ready for it. Uh, for those that are doubling down right now that are educating themselves, preparing themselves, um, and just and just getting their, their their systems, automation, all that kind of stuff that needs to be in place. Uh, you know, if you're just starting out, don't worry about all that. Just pick up the phone and and you know type up an Excel sheet to take to take keep track of your leads. But for those that are in business, just get your stuff ready, man. Get get your mind right. Um, yeah. You know, get ready to double down. And um, and yeah, and that's and that's it.
0: What do you think about vacation
1: rental? Because
0: I, I in my opinion you know, those are the one that will probably be affected the most right now.
1: Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that being really being t- taken a hit. Uh, I think when the dust settles, I think everything going to be back to normal. I just think they're taking a hit. Just <sighs> The people, here's the thing. There, there, are, there are people that have a safety net that can handle three months of this without being affected financially. And there are people that if they go a week without getting paid, they're in big trouble. Right? So here's one thing that we know for sure. There's one thing that we absolutely know for sure, 100%, is that this will end. This will go away. Things yeah. will get back to normal. Uh, there might, it might be different, but it will eventually, everything will go back to normal. Now, right. So the question is, is who survives this? Yeah. That's, the, that's the real question. Who's going to survive this? And,
0: and normally if you look at evolution, the one that survives or the one that adapts. So that might yeah. be a clue there guys. Might be a clue, <laughs> but, right. But I'm, yeah, you, you're right. And I, I think that might, might be a place actually vacation rental where you could find really good deal because those people that might be over leveraged or don't have a cushion you know, as much as other that could handle it, you might be able to find really good deal out of it. Like, honestly, here in our market, um, like, top of the market was like 2012 here. And it was flat for a few years afterward. But the first one that got hit by the crash or the correction, I should say, because there wasn't really a crash over here. But the correction were all the cottage and the vacation rental. You know, they were like lowering the price or... Getting sold like twenty to thirty percent less than it was a few years before, so i'm seeing history may be repeating itself i don't know exactly i don't have the exact science, but if I look at whatever happened before, I think vacation rental might be a good place if you want to find good deals and what do you think about commercial also because right now all those companies. Uh, they're just like sending everybody home so they got those vacant office like those i don't know how many square feet of office empty and they might realize that you know they don't need that office so it might be also a hit there yeah i and, and, I, and I agree
1: with you oliver i i i agree with you 100 percent. that is going to be the first it's another one that's going to get hit i think commercial um storefronts uh, big commercial hotel i mean look at hotels i mean they're getting they're getting slammed yeah. uh the hotel industry i mean it's getting absolutely slammed <laughs> it's, so it's oh.
0: crazy like it went from like it's it's going down to zero literally like no one yeah on right now because no so, yeah
1: no one so driving. they're, they're... Pretty much
0: like the hotel and hairline are pretty much the same but i don't know if the hotel are going to be bailed out
1: I think so. I think airlines will definitely be bail- bailed out. I think major hotel chains will probably be bailed out. Those major corporations like Hilton and, and like those, those so, major so corporations
0: like the medium one and the small one, the, the more local hotel those are probably going to be the one hit by this and right. might have, you know, a bunch of opportunity there also.
1: Right. For real estate. Yeah. And that's exactly right. I, I, um, and, and and that's the only way you can look at this stuff. So at the end of the day, you can look at this as like, my life is over. This is, this is the worst or you can, you can take, you know, a different approach at this and you can look at it as, Hey, wow, this is a great way to provide a service to people. Yeah. Uh, this is a great way to, um, uh, to capitalize on the entire situation, not saying taking advantage of the pandemic to make money. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, you have a service to provide and there are going to be people out there in your market. I don't care where you are. There are going to be people in your market that are going to need your service. Um, and, and yeah, and, 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 I think you need to just, you need to be on the front, front lines to, to, to provide that service. Cause whoever is there to provide that service is, the one that's going to capitalize the most, for sure.
0: Absolutely, and like we said earlier, it's kind of it's, it's a hard time though. But even though like a lot of people are probably against the wall right now, like we said earlier, I mean it's a good time to reflect about yourself. Like if you want to switch career, start something else, it, it might be a really really good time because you, you're gonna have to adapt. Yeah, you're gonna have to adapt. At one point, it might not be that huge. It might just be a little thing, but you, you're gonna have to adapt at one point because. Uh, well I think it I think this is big proportion I don't know if it's conspiracy or not you know I don't want to talk about this but it's happening and actually the biggest impact it's not even the virus and the amount of people dying is the lockdown is the biggest effect it's going to have the biggest effect because I mean it's shutting down a country like this It's, it's not even one country it's like Shutting down the whole freaking world, except China. Like you're shutting down the whole world. Yep. Like stopping everything. And you see those farmers freaking out because they have to throw away food because nobody's buying it. Uh, you see people losing jobs.
1: We've it never is. seen anything like this. No. That's, no, that's I, the main point. I, I, we've never seen anything, for, anything like for this. For years probably. This is a huge impact, huge, more than people think. I mean, absolutely huge. And this, again, and I'll say it again, guys. We, I mean, we're, we're now, Oliver, we're, we're getting so in depth with this. But this is yeah. this is good that we're getting in depth with this it, it's it, people that watch this are going to really open their eyes. This is exactly. I can sit here and say, yeah, I can sit here and say there's going to be opportunity. There's going to be opportunity. There's going to be opportunity. But when we talk about this. the 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 the, this economic hit that we're going through right now yeah like in how in depth we're talking about it this is exactly why there is going to be so much opportunity like now Mm -hmm. if you have a service or a product or something that helps the world what or that provides value to the world now is the time to go ahead and market this deal by far definitely
0: yeah exactly Awesome. So, wait—that was that was really interesting. Really interesting, Phil. Thanks for. Uh, no, that was good. We covered a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, we covered a lot of good stuff. Mindset. We covered a little bit of habits, real estate, the market. Uh, I mean, I think we we we, we shared a lot of knowledge. <laughs> it,
0: it, yeah, it's all together anyway. And it's, it's, when you're a business owner, like like we are, especially if if you're a you know solopreneur. I mean, it's yeah. all about you. So it's all about how you think, you, you, how you uh, see it right. vision, and your mindset. Yep. So, And I'm sure there's a bunch of people listening to this that are exactly in the same situation as we are. So take advantage of this. Take online course. Do something. doesn't have to be something huge. Just little things here and there to adapt slowly to the market changing. Because it's all about cycle. It doesn't matter. If it's coming from a virus, if it's coming from a market crash from, uh, from, I don't know, to like airplane crashing in towers. I mean, it could be anything. Uh, There's always something coming up. That's going to happen that creates cycles in the real estate. So you just have to be aware of whatever cycle is coming up after the other one. Like right now we were in expansion, like really, really good expansion market. What's coming out after, you know, it's a correction. And it's normal and it's inevitable. So you have to know what's coming up so then you can adapt and know that hey, okay, well, next thing you know, it's it's gonna correct. So what can I do to adapt my business and take advantage of the fact that it's correcting? And that's what I love exactly about wholesaling clipping right. and all this. It's not that hard to adapt.
1: No. And wholesaling and wholesaling is recession recession proof business 100%. it doesn't matter if it's up down middle left right to the, the southwest northwest e- east west i mean who cares it just yeah. doesn't matter you can you can do this you can wholesale there's always people with cash to buy properties no matter what Absolutely. is going on always 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 there, no matter there what
0: always will be deal ever there there will yep. always be deal and that's all that always surprised me when people ask me like, Oh, well, uh, how do you find that many deals? Or is there any deal left? And I'm like, dude, there's so many deals that I can't do them all. There's yeah. so much deal. It's insane. Like, like you just have to open up your eyes and know whatever you're looking for. But when you know what you're looking for, you're going to find it, but there's so much deals. I mean, it could be um, like, like, you know, there. That, that's why I don't treat my competition as competition, honestly, because there's so many deals that I could just give some of my deal to them and then they give back. So there's deals for everybody. Yeah. Just, just to sum it up, there's deal for everybody. There's always going to be deal.
1: Yep. As long as you're marketing, 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 yeah, marketing, yeah, marketing, exactly, marketing, marketing, exactly. marketing, marketing. So you can't take your foot off the gas. Yeah.
0: So actually, if you can't find deal... That's because you're not marketing well or not marketing enough. That's that's the only reason. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the most important thing in this business. And, and another one, you know, another one that's super, super important. I think people don't take seriously enough is sales. Um, you know, if you, if you have a minute, I'd like to talk a little bit about sales because sales is like what changed my business big time. Yeah. So, you know, I threw a lot of marketing when I first started this business. I spent a lot of money on marketing. I was still working full time. But when I first sent out, I spent $6,000 on marketing. When I first saw $6,000 on, on direct mail, I sent it out. I sent it out. I didn't convert one deal. And I'll tell you why. Because I could not sell a $50 bill in Times Square for $20. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't sell. I couldn't convert anybody. So as soon as I figured that out, you know, it, I, I, I started to... I mean, I started to, uh, I got myself a mentor. I started to learn sales. I started to learn how to negotiate. Um, I started looking the guts method right here. It's probably the best sales training in the entire world. In my, um, I studied oh, Jordan. I don't know about this one. It's really, interesting. Oh yeah. That's that, that stuff is, uh, Oh my God. Here I'll show it up to you guys again. Great unconventional and unorthodox techniques of selling a manual of success. Hmm. This is the best sales stuff I have ever, 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 ever learned in my life. This has actually changed my life, so guts, honestly.
0: G-U-T-S. T-S. If ever you guys are just listening and not seeing the video, how to sell with guts, G. U. S. No, G-U-T-S, sorry.
1: Stands for Great Unconventional and Unorthodox Techniques of Selling.
0: Really interesting. This,
1: All right. changed it up, guys. Has changed my life. Claude Diamond awesome. is, the, is the is the the writer of this. Claude is actually my mentor. Still is my mentor today, uh, in sales. Um, and is has-
0: you're 100 percent right by saying this because you can create a lot of deal because you're a good marketer. But if you can't convert the deal, that's right. Uh, you won't make money out of it. So and most people make that mistake. So you need two things when you're wholesaling: is creating a lot of deal by marketing and then converting them to make money. To make from money. Them and then resell them.
1: Right. So there's, there's, there's sales techniques to all this stuff guys. And, uh, you know, sales is, is the number one skill. I mean, it, it is the million dollar skill. Uh, if you are good at sales, if you know how to persuade ethically, if you know how to influence properly, um, you can make all the money you want. It, the the, the income is unlimited, uh, but you need to learn how to communicate in the words that you use, um, how you communicate
0: highest paying job or in sales by sure. far and sale is actually recession proof also by far if you're, if you're selling something and you get laid off you could sell something else you could yeah you could sell. So, you're sell yeah you could, there's all you could always sell something or yeah. it could be just selling yourself
1: Yeah. 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 And that's what I do now. I, I, uh, you know, I I don't know if I told you Oliver. I know we haven't had this conversation, but I, have been, I've been mentoring people one-on-one personally. I kind of, and I think the one-on-one stuff is really good because I wish I had this in the beginning of my business. Um, you know, I've just been, the one-on-one stuff just really, really, really works with this, with this kind of stuff just because, uh, um, you really, you, when you mentor someone and you teach someone one-on-one you really could find out what, your personal struggle is because not yeah, everyone right. did, you know what I mean? Everybody yeah. struggles from different with different stuff. So, um, yeah.
0: But I, when you're with a bunch of people, you, you have to be more general. Right. And when exactly. you're with, when you're on one-on-one, I mean you can pinpoint stuff like exactly right. about that person. You're right.
1: Exactly. And the last thing I want people to do is spend $6,000 on marketing and not convert one deal. I don't want anybody to experience that because I was like heartbroken when that happened. Oh, for right. sure.
0: I totally, I totally got you That It
1: happened to me also
0: <laughs> like probably like $5,000 of direct mail, not one deal out of it. And I was like, well, direct mail is bullshit. And I'm stopping. <laughs> if I'm going to do something else, but I, I, it wasn't was there. Sal- it was, was it the sales way.
1: part? Hmm? Was it the sales part that you struggled with?
0: Everything honestly, it was at my beginning, and I was struggling with everything. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, Oh, hey, let's just mail out 5,000 pieces and wait. <laughs> and my phone rang, but I didn't really know how to evaluate, how to like look for a good lead and whatever, and, and convert and sell. Forget about it, right? About it. So right, I didn't know
1: anything. Were you letting you were pretty much letting like you were letting the prospect do all the talking. You were letting the prospect take over the conversation. Yeah, and I let that happen so many times. I was like, man, I have to change. I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this isn't good.
0: When I first started, of course, all, all my deals were like pretty much the guy convincing me to, to you know, give him an offer. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, just buy my house at the lowest price, please. I want to get rid of it. Though. I was like, okay, well, let's just do it. It seems like it makes sense. Yeah. that That's, those are my first sale for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, anybody watching this, anyone that hasn't watched your interview with Chris Nagel, if, if for anybody that hasn't watched that, they have to go watch that because that was, that was one of my favorite podcasts. That yeah. was, which
0: one? Yeah, was, that, that was the one was, that I interviewed Chris or the one that he's
1: interview, interviewing me? No, no, no. The one that uh, he interviewed you. Okay. That, that, that was a good one, man. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, no, so I, I did know a little bit about you with the, after watching that interview, man. You went, you went through some stuff. And, and, and that's what uh, everybody needs to understand is you're going to go through it. I mean, uh, and that's why I see the importance of a mentor, or working with somebody that's not too far ahead of you, but that's a little bit ahead of you. Absolutely. Just to help you. Just, you're going to make mistakes, but to, to, just to steer you around the big no, exactly, financial mistakes. To right? you
0: figure out yeah. the fastest way. I think, right, I think that's the right way to say it because you're gonna figure it out at one point, but it might take you a year, yeah. two years, five years. He's gonna help you to like get there as fast as possible. And 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 so you're actually saving the most precious resource you have, which is time. Because you time, shit, I'm gonna figure it out at one point. It's just I'd rather figure it out in six months than five years. God damn it, because I'm not right
1: younger anymore. So, I mean, right.
0: I want to, I want to know this stuff right now. So the only way to provide it is a mentor, like you're
1: saying. As a mentor. Yeah. Yep. Or being part, yeah. Being part of a mastermind. I mean, just any of that yeah. stuff is very, very important. And that's like, uh, we'll always agree on this. Uh, the, there's no better investment than the investment in yourself. It's simple. 100%. 100%. Yeah. There's no better investment than and the I investment in yourself. Says, um,
0: Cause being in boardroom is actually, you know, it, it you know, it's an important amount of money. You know, and you have to travel and you have to spend time. And I, I was hesitating at first. And I remember I just, I just went on Instagram and I started DMing like those, you know, those, those guys that I follow, that I look upon to ask them the question like, Hey, should I, should I hire a mentor? Should I go in a group, um, you know, to, to, to be mentored? They all said, yes. Yeah. doesn't matter. Like if you have to pay for it, pay for it. It doesn't matter. Like it's, it's going to be the best thing you'll invest in.
1: And, agreed and i couldn't
0: agree more now
1: agreed agreed i couldn't agree more either and that's why i still have my mentor i, I mean is i sales is practice no one's born no one is born with excellent yeah, right. sales skills i mean like you know sales is practice man i mean like anybody can do it i don't care if you're an introvert i don't care it's i, I just couldn't practice. agree more
0: because i was bad at it so bad when i started that and now i'm i mean i'm really i'm Sometimes I even surprise myself. I'm like, and you that, like that it was really good. Yeah. I close on people. And it's all ethics. Like everybody, it's all ethics and people they're super happy. Shake my hand when we close and all, but I mean, I'm like, wow, that that was really good. People are actually smile and shake my hand. And I buy their house a hundred thousand dollars less than it's worth. And they're happy about it. Yeah. Like what, what better do you want to ask? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because you guided them in the right decision, right? You exactly. guided them, you ethically persuaded them and uh, based on their problems. And when you can solve, the bigger the problems you can solve, the more money you will make. It's, exactly. it, it's, it's, it's really that simple. And you don't have to be some you know trickster and go behind someone's back and be sketchy and do that. No, no, you just I mean, have to ask questions, the right exactly, questions.
0: That's exactly the image that I had when I started though. Oh, it's that's the worst. Because yeah. I, was, I was like, ah, real estate agents, they're, they're all taking advantage of people like salesmen. They're, they're trying to like screw you or whatever. But It's like, I couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. Well, maybe some of them are, but it's a minority. And it's all those little stories that you hear about, you know, in your family and stuff. Ah, I've been screwed by this, but you know, in the end, the majority of them are like, they have good intention. They want your best. And they're they're trying to find a solution for you. And that's exactly the mindset that I had later on and that grew up my business so much because I came, you know, at those appointments and talking with people and I was so persuaded that it was the best thing in the world for them. That they were like, okay, well, it makes sense. I mean, you're good, you're persuasive and let's do it. That's because I, I knew it was the best thing for them before I even came up there. And now, honestly, nobody can convince me that I'm not doing something right.
1: Yeah, 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 and, and
0: I'm not harming anybody.
1: You believe I'm happy it? Happy about it, right? So, right, and you believe it from the, from the deep in your core. And I think that's you know and here, that's another thing that stops people from success is 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 yeah. is, is that is that exact thing. Oh, salespeople yeah. are this, right? Their own beliefs. So sales salespeople are they're bad. They they just want to make a money. They just want to make money off of you. They just want to. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that is like the, that's the poor man. That's the poor man's way of thinking. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. And exactly. I'm going to repeat what I said earlier, but um, I said, I said that with um, someone else I was talking earlier and I was like, trying to like, like trying to uh, educate people about what the difference is between an expense and value. Like if you spend money on something, like what's the value you get out of it? And if you're spending a thousand dollar, but in your eyes it, the value is at ten thousand, then of course you'll buy it. But if yeah. you think like, oh no, it's 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 an expense of thousand dollars. No, I can't do it. But what what value does it bring you? And as salesman, uh, it's really really important to show the value to other people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And do do you believe as a salesman? I mean, me as a salesman, I'm the easiest sell in the world. I mean, <laughs> you could sell me anything i will buy it if i see value in it i i i don't i am the easiest uh, sell in the world
0: guilty 100 percent dude i mean i'm i don't go to shop or uh, i i don't go to to, to look at stuff because i'll buy like sure. <laughs> if anybody so comes up to me and try to talk to me i'll buy something. So i'm like no 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 i have to get i have to get out like i'm i have to be focused if I go, if I go somewhere, I'm just gonna buy this one thing and get out as fast as possible. Yeah. So otherwise I'm gonna be buying something else for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think yeah. we
0: are the best buyer also. Yep. E- definitely. Easiest buyer the easiest so, so easy.
1: Yeah, I'm so easy. And I think most salespeople most salespeople are like that, but we we can also uh you know, for instance, when I went and bought my commuter car, I went and bought a commuter car recently. And uh and we were on the test drive, and you're gonna like this. This is pretty funny. I can tell a, a horrible salesman too. So like, I I'm very easy to like say, hey man, you you this is <laughs> like like I, you can just see a, a person that just does not know how to sell. And the kid was young that sold me the car, but he did not know how to sell me on the car. But I I, I pointed this out. We're on the test drive, and I said to him, I said, I said, you know, you brought me out on this test drive. You took a photocopy of my driver license you you took me you know uh uh, you didn't you know you did all this work you took down my information you know you did all this work but you never pre-qualified me so i could have just went on this test drive parked the car and left and you would have wasted all this time with someone that wasn't even qualified to buy this car yeah and he said and he said to me he goes wow he goes that is a good point i said and I said to him, I said, you should pre-qualify people, ask them questions, make sure, talk about money first, make sure that they are financially able to purchase that car before you take them for a test drive, mm-hmm. right?
0: Absolutely.
1: So it's, it, it's all about pre-qualifying your prospects. It's a, you know, it's the same thing with real estate. When somebody Absolutely. calls in, pre-qualify your prospects, make sure you're not wasting time. I, I like I like to pre-qualify people in five minutes or less. I'll know in a five minute conversation, whether I'm going to you buy your buy house. Away
0: a- if you can do business with them or not. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Same for me. That's why I always call them before. I And I, you know, try to push the visit as far as possible because I want to be sure that they're not what they're getting into and I'm not going there for nothing. And they're, they're right. qualified for it. Exactly. They have enough equity and they're willing to, you know, sell a little bit less because I can't buy at market value. Right, so, so yeah, I'm always pre qualifying, but that's a really good point that I wasn't doing it first and I was going on, on all those appointments for nothing. So yeah, after a while, you're like, Well, okay, well, I'm gonna pre qualify because I'm wasting all this time. That's a good, really yeah. good point, point. and it's funny yeah. because we're, ju- we're just telling the other sales guy like how to do it. Like, oh no, you should me you should close me that way. Tell me this and I might be yeah. convinced.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, exactly, exactly. And I think there's just too many there's too many people out there that, that, that aren't it's not that they're bad sales, there's just no one's taught them. No one has taught them the right way to sell. No one has taught them the right way to, to communicate exactly, and talk to yeah. people. Uh, um, you know, and, and I like cars. I think you can be I think you can make I know salespeople that are that that work at car dealers, they make a lot of money. They're great salespeople. They make three hundred thousand dollars a year working at a dealership. I mean, they're working crazy hours. It's nuts how many hours they work, but they make a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they're 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 good. And what's what is the difference between the guy at the dealership that's making three hundred thousand dollars a year and the guy that's making fifty thousand dollars a year? There's only one difference. They they have the same brain, the same voice, the same they they speak the same language. They. The, the only difference is one knows how to persuade and the other doesn't. One knows how to pre-qualify, the other one doesn't. One knows how to close, the other one doesn't. That's the only difference. It's why I say sales is the $1 million skill, 100%.
0: And it's okay if you're bad. It's okay if you're bad it's at the beginning. We all have to start somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're totally, if you're absolutely awful at it, 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 you know what I did like we, we let's let's rewind and say when we went back to talking about becoming honest with yourself mm-hmm. I had to be honest with myself I had to tell myself man you are a shitty salesman now what can I do to get better
0: <laughs> and you know That's what I it. did to get better I actually uh, I I went ahead and went to work um, in, a, in a TV uh, TV store you know they were selling TVs and sound system and stuff like this I was like, this, this is going to be good for me. I mean, if I get better at sales, you know, this could going help anything. So I went ahead and uh, applied for a job there and they, they got me, you know, they hired me right away, but I was so bad. And I'm happy I, <laughs> I kind of trained over there because I was really bad at it, honestly. <laughs> I barely made money, but at least I, I, you know, I practice a lot. So I'm way better now. Got you freeze again. Good. Okay, there you are. There Am I here?
1: You got yeah, me? There. All right, good. Yeah, that's the you're gonna get better um, at this at, at anything. Um and anything. I mean anything you do requires sales. I don't care what it is. Anything that you do in life, if you want to get at it, it requires sales. Just number one. I mean, I sell my kids on every day. And yeah, you can right. have you can have that toy only if you finish this plate of food. Right? Like I have to bargain and, and and sell my kids uh you know to, to do things that i need them to do right so it's the same with with just about everything. it's just it's all everything is sales sales yep. is sales, is practice, role play i can't tell you how many times i stand in front of a mirror and sell myself or you know you a lot of drive yeah. Or I just drive down the road with the family and I look at Kate and I say, Hey, let's role play. She goes oh, again. I go, yeah, let's role play. Really? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we do this stuff and it's just, it's just practice. It's practice, 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 practice. And you're not practicing to, to, to like be a snake around people. You're practicing how you can handle objections, how to handle, exactly. how, you know, how to handle certain situations that, that, that you get in and, you know, how to, you know, how to ask the right questions to figure out whether the person that you're talking to is someone that's qualified or not, right? Like these are all things that you, cause there are people have a wall and it's your job to take that wall down and for people to become comfortable and transparent with you.
0: Exactly. Oh yeah. That, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So much.
0: And actually when you first meet a seller or it could be anybody, but a seller in a house, they've the wall is up like, and you, you could see it on, in the nonverbal, like crossed arm and stuff like this. Like it's super easy to see when you, when you know this. So educate yourself a lot because it's taken down the wall. Exactly. Like you said, by asking the right question, you know, having them talk about themselves and being more comfortable and showing that you're honest.
1: Right. And then right. it's
0: going to be down.
1: They're gonna yep. trust you. And And everybody needs to know this. People make, immediate business decisions based on emotion immediate
0: absolutely
1: immediate like right like you get somebody emotional enough with their problem if they have a problem and you know you can solve them you know you can solve their problem and you get them emotional enough about that problem done
0: yep yep and then you just have to reason with logic but they're gonna base their decision on emotion a hundred percent for sure they're just going to reason with logic
1: yeah 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 i actually have a a live call that i've recorded on my youtube channel um that i that i recorded with a with with a seller um so if anybody wants to check that out yeah i just started a youtube channel i actually i've had it for a long time i just never posted anything on it lately i've just been posting a ton of content on on it
0: if people want to know more about your reach out where they can find you
1: well, they can find me Phil Finote on, uh, on, 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 uh, YouTube. Um, I, I, I put a lot of real estate content out there for people just getting started. Um, and, uh, and, you know, want to learn a little bit more. I have a lot of strategies. I'll be posting more stuff on there and you can find me on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, it's at Phil underscore Finote. Um, you can find me on there, reach out to me, talk to me, ask me questions, whatever, you know, I, I, I will answer all my messages um you know any questions that come in i get on it right away i love talking real estate talking to people helping people out awesome. and uh and yeah you can find me on facebook too but i don't really do much on facebook
0: awesome awesome thanks for sharing man. thanks for taking the time i think it's going to be the one of the longest podcast ever but it's oh amazing. this was great we covered yeah, just about everything you can talk about this for for age man
1: yeah i'm so passionate about it oh yeah Oh yeah. I can keep on going. Yeah. I can keep on going. No, but we covered a lot. Did some mindset. We did sale. We did some sales, yeah. the importance of sales, Absolutely. real estate marketing tactic, you know, so we did, we did, we did a lot. Obviously there's a lot more detail that we can go on, but, but, uh, I hope this has been valuable to people.
0: I hope so too. Guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks Phil, for being there. Till next time guys. Till next time, man. Letter brother.